75 in the wind column, not what we wanted, but improvement nonetheless. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And we are the Three Old Reds fans. Uh, this is our podcast coming to you from Studio 82, back in Studio 82, down the street from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville. Of course, as always, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. As a listener to our podcast, thank you for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever. I heard today that the Reds attendance was like 1.7 some million this year, one of the three lowest since 19 early 80s. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have five star rating on Apple Podcast app, but we'd love more ratings and reviews. Leave us a review there. Comment on Podbean or follow us on Twitter. Our Reds fans on Facebook. Right into a Twitter question from Daily Dalton. Who has underachieved the most this season? I mean, the Reds is a whole underachieved, but what guy are you like, wow, he really, that was really disappointing. Probably Joey. Joey Bono. For, for his standards. For his standards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess you could say, I don't know. You can go around. You can go around. Like, you can go around. Like hard, I mean, Scooter before he left was way underachieving. He was our main guy last year. Yeah. He, somebody else that you thought would. Uh, I'm going to give honorable mention to Scott Shepler. Yeah. Fell off the face of the you earth. Thought he'd at least be on the Unfortunately, team. Unfortunately, right. And uh, I, I have to say, Jose Peraza, just because of the very good was, second year he had. Yeah, that's a good one. Then he had to lead the team in hits. His strikeouts were low, and he was actually starting to walk a little. And it was set for him this year, especially with Scooter getting hurt. All right, just go play and do what you did last year. And he just fell down. That's flat. a good one. Yeah. Do you think Winker underachieved? I hate to bring it up with you two because you're no, I, such I, Winker. I, I think if you go and you look at his OBP and everything else, it's some of the best on the team. Can, all right. But maybe what I expected out of him, it was a little less, but I don't think it was the most on the team by any means. He actually had some of the better numbers on the team. And when he got hurt and Irvin started playing every day like a lot of fans did, his average went down about 50 to 60 points. Well, he got underachieved until about the last month he was here. Yeah. And I think the other big disappointment was Alex Wood. We thought, you know, he was really I didn't include him hard, because he was hardly on the field. I know, but That's a really he, he, I don't know that he underachieved so much as he just was disappointed because. We didn't get what we, we still thought. don't know what we had. We well, still don't know if we got any. Trevor Bauer, when he was a flop when he came over. Yeah, he didn't pitch well. His ERA was close to seven. Well, we didn't have any trouble coming up with about six or seven guys. <laughs> yeah, that was an easy question. But, yeah, and we need tougher questions. We need Iglesias. Iglesias, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, we need tougher questions. All right. <laughs> Will we get. What are you we, saying to Dalton? Dalton, good question. Good, good, question. good question. Kevin Tom thinks this is a good question, Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Do we get Puig? Will we get Puig back? Do you think that's a? Do you think that's in the cards? Do we need Puig back? I don't know. That's a, that's I'm gonna say just because of what Aquino did is going to decrease the chances. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That was a question. Yes. What we're gonna do here on this on this show, we're gonna talk really about offense, what's or the lack thereof, and how we get better and what we need to do. And then on our next show, will be more of what we'll be focused on pitching. So well, we have to say this year the biggest disappointment was definitely offense. Offense, yes. And Turner Ward, we're recording this today, the same day Turner Ward was let go as a as a hitting coach. I don't know if it's his fault or not. I mean, who knows? But you know, I know in the middle of the season, Tom was like, 
but just going to be the hitting coach and we're not hitting, so he's the coach. You, you got it. After a season like this, somebody's got to be held accountable. Billy Hatcher. Danny Dorr, but then they let those two yeah, go. those guys are gone too. Well, that, that's a whole other bit. It sounds like they're revamping their whole minor league instructional system. Yeah, they're like three or four guys to make some changes. But Turner Ward has to be accountable for that. I mean, everything else was the same going into the season with our starters, basically, right? Except for Puy. Everything else was the same with the starters, except that head coach and the head coach. So what, what happened? It's, it's a mystery. You can't blame it all on Scooter getting hurt. I think this year, if I heard the number right, in the last week of the season, 57 home run games. Is that right? We had a losing record. Wow. Suarez is what player of the month last month of the season. Hit 10 home runs, scored 11 runs. Oh, my. He only scored once. And I'm guessing he had about, what, 14 RBIs off those 10 home runs? Probably. And he's, you know, if he wasn't hitting it over the fence, he couldn't get across the plate. Wow. So That's those, an interesting stat. Weird, weird stat. What I what I did was, and we'll try not to dig too deep in the weeds on this all the way through. I'll try to talk about it as well. But I, I looked at baseball reference, and I looked at some, and I just picked a couple stats. You could pick many stats, and I'm sure they would all reveal about the same thing. Um, so when you go to a team page, they, they just they put pictures there. They put the, like, the top 12 guys from that team for the war. For the Reds, Sonny Gray, mm-hmm. 5.6. Suarez, 4.5. Castillo, 4.4. Miskofani, 2.6. Top five guys. If you, you go all the way down, Vada, 1.6. Roark's in that list, 1.6. Jose Iglesias, 1.5. I skipped Lorenzo 2 4, Aquino 1 4, Garrett 1 2, Vasali 1 2, and Irvin 1.0. Totals 29. Does that sound very high? All right, compare that for us, Jeff. All right, so I looked, so the, the St. Louis Cardinals, who won the Central Division, um, their top 12 guys total 35.2. Flaherty's their number one guy at 6. Colton Wong, 4.7. DeYoung, 4.1. Edmund, the guy they brought up, played really well, 3.8. Goldschmidt's only 2.8. You know, not a great year for Goldschmidt, but they still won the division. The Los Angeles Dodgers, who won, what, 106 games? Gold standard in the National League. Guess what? you think their war was higher than the Cardinals? I would assume it is. 45.7. Their top 12 guys. This isn't like measuring the whole team, but you you got to get you know your top twelve players. That's your that, that's that's really who carries you, right? <laughs> Bellinger, of course, nine. Nine, Muncie, Muncie five point seven. Ryu five point three. He had some bad outings in the he second did. half of the season. Yeah, I know because I had him on my fantasy team. But um, so actually, um, Sonny Gray had a better season in WAR than Ryu, but. You know, as soon as, when you look at the Reds, you go one, two, three, four, five. First five guys are over two. The Dodgers, one, two, three, four. First five guys are over three. Six is 3.6, 3. 3.3, 3.1. You got to go down to their tenth guy, eleventh guy to get under two. Wow. So we know why they win 106 games and the Reds won 75 games. What's it like for the Cardinals? Do you have the same thing? Yeah. How many guys do they have over two? Uh, one, two, three, four, 
They have 10 as well. They have 10 as well, yes. And we have three? No, we have one, two, three, six, four, five, five. So they, they and then it goes all the way to 1.6. Basically, they have five more players. Than yeah, and the Dodgers have, yeah, the Dodgers have five more like really good players than the Reds do. So, That's huge. Yeah, when you put it in that. So, um, oh, then I looked at OPS Plus. We know what OPS is on Base Plus Slugging. When you add the plus, it's that your 100 is average, right? Average major leaguers at 100, and then whatever number you are above it is percentage better than the average, and whatever number you are below it is percentage below the average. So, who do you think had the highest OPS plus for the Reds? Swartz. Okay, 134. Who do you think is number two? This isn't like, you can't look. Places. No. Shortstop. No way. Queen. Not even close. Really? Queen. Well, Quig's not on. I didn't okay, put him on yeah, I, did. I just got guys who are still on the team, and I didn't choose guys. I didn't necessarily look at guys who've been there all year. I didn't like pick a guy who had ten at bats either. But I'm going to say Winker's up there. Winker's 111. He's third. Botto. Uh, Botto's up 98. I was like below average wow. this year. Wow. Most people don't, according to OPS plus. So it's 98 on there. So Botto, if you look at all the numbers, he's probably pretty much an average. Well, this is on base. Slugging. Bus slugging. Uh, Aquino, 122. Yeah, but it's kind of a big sample size. I know, but yeah. that's what we got to work with Yeah, on this team. I get right? it. So for two months, he's at 122. Urban, 102. Dietrich, 100. But all of Dietrich had like two hits since the All-Star game. <laughs> Votto, 98. Senzel, 89. Van Meter, 88. Iglesias, only 85. Really? Iglesias is not. He hit for average, though. Big deal. He must have walked. It's singles, man. His, his, his on base is low. He is not. Jose Iglesias, for what he helped this team, we look. We still didn't win. They're clamoring for that. Everybody's uh, clamoring to resign him. No, I think I, I would let him. I, I wouldn't. Oh, who are you going to put? I, I might resign him. Freddie Galvis. I, uh, I don't like him either. I would maybe resign him. Put <laughs> Senzel back in a, the end as a backup, but I don't. I think we got to, well, we'll get into that. So, I think that's a legitimate option. <laughs> Could happen. We're going to give a sound for it. Um, yeah. So, anyway, the Cardinals are, aren't much better than the Reds in this. Edmund 120, Goldschmidt 113, Ozuna 108. Not, not a whole lot better. It's the Dodgers. Again, if you want to be the best team in the National League, Bellinger 169. Will Smith, who came up as a catcher. 169. 134. Muncie 133. Justin Turner 131. Peterson 127. Wow. I mean, they got like 10 guys over 100. Wow. You know, and so then you start looking at things like on base percentage. If you look at on base, batting average, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, home runs, and runs, the Reds are anywhere in the National League. They're usually like 10 or 12 in any of those. They were 7th in home runs, but they're 12th in runs. The Cardinals, 9, 11, 12, 11, 12, 10, and all these numbers. The Dodgers, 2nd on base percentage, 5th. Dodgers hit 257. The Reds and Cardinals hit 244 and 245. But the Dodgers on base was 338, with 322 for the Cardinals, 315 for the Reds. So are you saying offensively, though, the Reds and the Cardinals are very similar? Kind of similar. That's surprising me. Kind of similar. The Cardinals are a little deeper, a little better, but not not a huge gap. And then the Dodgers is a big gap. Yeah. Um, and the Dodgers led the league at home runs, runs scored, OPS, slugging. Um, fifth in batting average, 
only two fifty seven, but they you know they tons of extra base hits and that adds up to more runs, right? And so and second on base percentage. So to me, the question then becomes: What do these numbers say that we need? We need obviously more bats. So I have my thoughts about where to try to add bats. I want to hear with you. Well, I'll start with you guys. If you, where, where's the where's the best place? What where, where are a couple places? We'll talk more about who. There's certain free agents. Certain guys might be available on trades. You could say if we could put, if we could put up a guy who's going to get a six or better WAR and and be one of the top ten hitters in the National League at two different positions. Where, where would those positions? Where do you think that should have? We got to pick two positions. Well, or maybe outfield, middle infield, catcher, third base, whatever. I'm just I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Well, the obvious one is outfield and probably second base. Right. I mean, usually your shortstop, you can't get a big offensive guy with a shortstop too often. Well, not too often, unless you get indoors. Yeah, but that's so rare. I know. So, second baseman's more common. Really, your outfielders are your bats usually, right? And in the corner infielders. So, what about the first base? He's not going anywhere. I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like Joey's going to get better. You think Joey will have, you think Joey will have a worse year next year? If you go back and listen to our conversations three years ago, I was mentioning Votto, <clears throat> and he's going to decline. I mentioned that in this room three years ago. No, I do not think he is. Because what we, better because we came into this year thinking, hoping. Suarez, Votto, Jeanette, that's yeah. that's the big bats in the middle of the order, and all we got was Suarez. And he actually, even though he had 49 home runs, some of his, under, some of his other numbers aren't as good. And he was streaky. So, question then is... You're not going to be able to deal with him. No, that's not unless he says he wants to go somewhere. He, he just was on record recently saying, I want to stay here. Well, go to Toronto. And, and if I decide I can't hit anymore, I'll quit. I'll walk away from my contract if I have to. I don't know if that's... Does anybody believe that? I don't know if I believe that or not. If I, I think if, if I believe it with anybody... It would be if I believe, yeah. If I believe from anybody, it'd be him. So... Well, I'm, I'll answer your question. Because of the health of Sinzel, because of what he can do, I think you look to move him to second base. That takes care of your second base position. You need a center fielder. And I said this during the course of this summer, too. Catcher. I love Barnhart. He really improved when he got back after his injury. But he improved defensively to where he was throwing out runners again. And he was such a great guy behind the plate. But I would love to see a, a top-notch catcher. I up the middle. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's up the middle is where we have a chance to improve offensively. Catcher, middle infield, center field. Why aren't you saying first base? Because that's, I think, I think that's, I, yeah, we can improve at first base, but I don't think that's, I think that's a, that's a moot point. Don't you think as a general manager, maybe you look for best available at any of those positions? Yes. Best available. You can't say I'm only looking for a center field, right? It's too narrow. Best available center field, middle okay. infield, first base catcher. So do you think, all right, so we've established, look at those numbers. I mean, I think we knew it. it was, I, I like to look at those numbers that go like, yeah, we really got to improve our bats. So I, I, I can very well see next year, I'd be shocked if it's not Votto and Suarez at the corners. 
probably a Winker Irwin continuing left. Very possibly a Keen Owen right. I mean, I, I think that they're going to try that. I really, I'd be shocked if they don't, unless somebody really says, we love a Keen Owen, we'll give you a misfit. Right. I know, I, you know, that's hard to say. Right. But you got a lot of control. So, um, do you think the Reds, here, here's what's available on the free agent market. Rondal is available as a catcher. It's a definite improvement. Anthony Rendon is a free agent. Has played a lot of played a lot of second base at one time this year. I do question whether the Nationals will let him go after they let Harper go. You let your, your next best player go. Gregorius is going to be out there. Bounce back. He had injuries problems this year. The Yankees are loaded. Infield and everywhere. I don't know if he's got a spot to play for them next year. Can you win the division with backups? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think Gregorius has a has a spot next year. Um, and so those guys, um, Castellanos is a free agent. I don't think he's a really good, very good outfielder. And that's and Quig. Quig's a free agent. So that's what's. Right, Billy Hampton's probably available. Just saying. We all love us a little Billy Hamilton now and then, but you know, I don't more than I don't more than than now. <laughs> uh, what's the possibility? And we'll talk about trade ideas too. What's the possibility of them really going for one? Like Rendon would cost a lot. A Gregorius and a Grandal would maybe cost about as much as they've known together and would solve two problems. You I think still those, say I think those two years, Suarez is going to do the doggy. Tony Perez and be a first base. Yeah, well, okay, but that's I'm talking about next year. Okay, we'll go ahead. I mean, no, what I, does I, that have to do? With, okay, what does that have to do with next year? Then? You, do you start looking at a third baseman, another infielder? Because if Cavado has another year like he did this past year, and injuries and his bad back and everything, you have to make a decision on Votto. I think sooner than later, if you're serious about winning. Right, yeah. And so that's why I would start with, if Jonathan India were ready to come up at the beginning of next year, and he, I doubt, I don't think no, he is. He hasn't been playing very well. But let's say he, he does what does what we know and does, Van Meter had last and, year, and yeah. uh, comes up, then you would you would look to make that move. I think sometime next year. Well, I mean, I know I still think the jury's out on Sensel, but if he is who we want him to be, he could he could slide into third place. Yeah, right. I mean that's it's where he was. It's where he was. It's where he played the minors. Right. I mean, he's 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 a good guy to have because I think he's going to be a pretty good player. I don't see him being top ten player in baseball. Not a Rendon. No, I don't see him being Rendon, but I I see him being a really good player. I think he'll be better than I think some guys hit the majors, you know, and like they're really good right away. Some guys need a year to get adjusted, and then they're good. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that hopefully that's him. They've got to sign somebody. If they really want to say, we want to win this year, they got to sign one or two guys like that. Or, and or, make a trade. Now, we sort of, we didn't clean out the farm system last year, but we, we, we hurt the depth. We got rid of some assets, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you see where Boston says we're going to turn play play? We do. And you know who's got one more year of control to play center field for the Red Sox. Bradley well, typically center field for the Reds. I mean, Mookie. Mookie can come and play center field for the Reds. Mm -hmm. They would make a trade. 
Wasn't he MVP two years ago? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the, he had a really good, he had another good year this year, just not going to win MVP. His numbers are so good this year. Not like they were last year, but he still had a really good year. He's got another year of control? One more year of control. Wow. And the Red Sox are talking about trimming payroll. Well, I mean, he would probably he arbitration get you, he'd probably get $20 million in arbitration this year. But, you know, do you, do you make some uh, hard choices in your farm system? It'd be a bargain for the Red Sox to keep it. They, they're much more taller. The, the owner or GM has said yeah. they can't afford bets and one other person. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. come out. That's come out. So that's where all of a sudden, wow, Mickey Betts in center field, Vincent's out second base, all of a sudden that looks a little more promising. I was hopeful about Van Meter, and Van Meter still may have a future, but he did not play well in the last month of the season. Um, so, I guess we're to that point now. Uh, so that's what we'll get to with this question is like middle infield, center field, catcher. I feel like the places that they can most easily improve on, do they actually go for Well, they, I mean, two years ago, we would have said the rest never do that. They never take these big deals. But look what happened this season. And they they got Wigan, they went and got Trevor Bell. So I think there's a good chance they will. Now they they went on record, I forget after one of the before one of the baseball uh, on uh, TV games, uh, they said that they are going to address the bullpen. They said that. I haven't heard them say that we're going to address the offense. Plan. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in the next show, but or but are they going to do that? Last year was what hashtag get the pitching, so right? And they did that. Is it hashtag get the hitting? Maybe so maybe maybe no more turn award and, and get a hitting coach that you know. If hashtags are that easy, maybe we should say get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, hashtag World Series. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. If that's all it is, I I can do it. Yeah. So <laughs> the pitching will be probably about what it was this year, maybe a little better. It wasn't the best in the league, but it certainly was one of the one of the better staffs in the league. Goodness, yeah. But offensively, this team's got to make some changes. Is it I guess we're just, saying this after the season? Do we, last year we were saying it was the pitching, yeah. but not the hitting, and now we're completely... Do we trust them to do it? Do we trust them to... I mean, of course, the other part is you could make really good offers to all these guys. Hey, why, why, why should anybody want to come to Cincinnati? Right. 4.6 million. Yeah. Well, it's a hitter's part. Play be. one year, you know. Yeah. I mean, would you give up a good prospect and maybe a decent major leaguer? A couple of good prospects, a decent major leaguer, knowing he's going to have Mookie Betts for one year? I guess it depends on who that prospect is. You're right, though. Yeah. One year, I mean, it's not like. It's not like the Reds almost made the playoff and they need one more guy to get it next year if they have one more guy. Yeah, That's not where they, they are. They need, they need a couple dudes. Right. <laughs> it's not like they just, just move the best for one Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they were a bit creative last year. Uh, that's the funny thing. We always a lot, There's always a lot of talk about, well, what could a team do? Could they do this or do that? And they usually end up doing something you don't see coming. It happens a lot. So... Okay, before we finish this show off, we wanna, I want to 
you real quick who are episode 44. Pretty good name in the number 44. Yeah. What was Merv Oh, yeah, I have to be pretty good at Here's a couple names, pictures from back earlier in our earlier fandom. Charlie Lee Grant, yeah. Pat Darcy, and you go way back, you were Blackwell. You're good name. So, uh, but yeah, Eric Davis uh, and Don, and now we have Aquino. Yeah, that's been a pretty good number for the grads. So. Don't you think it kind of reminds you a little bit of Davis's wiry scheme? Yeah, a different, but, completely different batting stance. Yeah, no, but, but I mean just his, uh, his, uh, his but, body build. His build, yeah. A little bigger. He's yes. 6'5". He doesn't have that narrow waist like Davis had. Yeah. yeah. So, it's fun. So, Aristides Aquino, I think that bears one last sort of thing before we wrap this one up. What do you think of that guy? I know it's a smallish sample size. You know that's always my line. But can Aristides Aquino come out and be a good everyday player next year? Hit 35, 40 bombs. Be a guy in the middle of the lineup. You can count on them. Get some guys in. Did you say 35 or 40 bombs? Yeah. Every year? It's next year. No, I do not think so. You don't think there'll be a, there's a chance. Oh, sure. Hope springs eternal. But hope isn't a strategy, right? I think he can, yes. You think he can? You know, look at, look at, we had what, um, two or three guys from the minors who just took off. You know, Van Meter was one, Aquino was one, O'Grady was one. Now, O'Grady didn't do this in the majors, but Van Meter, and Aquino certainly, certainly hit well in a stretch. It's hard to say stretches for Aquino because we only had him two months. But some people just mature a little bit later than others. And those two, for whatever reason, it wasn't until this past year or so, past 12 to 15 months, that yeah. we saw a rise. They changed their approach. Well, and Aquino, Aquino, to be fair, was... Florida State player at the beginning of the year when he was in Daytona, but then he had two bad years. Well, yeah, but no one really wanted Aquino last year. It wasn't an yeah, end. because we they had We didn't even know Van years. Meter's name either. No, I never heard of him. So, all, you know, you're saw, like, oh, he's not going to mount anything Aquino I saw playing Dayton, and I saw that guy's, that guy sure. looks like legit, maybe really bad. I just think, I think, uh, yes, I think uh, Aquino can play everyday right field. And, and give us 35 to 40 home runs. I'm going to say 30-plus home runs, realistically. But in, in two months, he averaged nine and a half, yeah. all right, in two months. So take that over five months. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. But that's a good question. Willie, I don't know. Well, I'll say what Pete Rose always says. Um, the great hitters are the ones that can make adjustments because what's going to happen is now everybody's got a keynote on film. Mm-hmm. And going into the next season, they're going to know exactly where his weakness is. Can he adjust? Because they're going to pitch him to his weakness, right? Mm-hmm. Can he? Mm-hmm. Can he adjust his weakness? The thing, is, they, the thing that people say about this year is like for a while, because even when they're pitching to your weaknesses, they make mistakes. They right? make mistakes. He never, for like most of the season, the guy didn't miss mistakes. 
you made a mistake, you get it back. But you're not going to hit 300. Oh, he ended up hitting like 260. All right, positions as they stand now. Barnhart, Vasali, both back next year. Will there be a change? I, I, I know they, you. I, I know you want to get a catcher, be. and if they do, then Barnhart's are back up. Okay. I think we're pretty much agreed. Bottles at first. Middle infield right now: Van Meter, Iglesias, Barraza, Galvis, and Blandino. The guys that sort of played the last second half of the season. How, how, many, how many of those guys are back? I hope not all. I think Barraz is he's a good chance he's good gone. candidate for, to be DFA. Yeah, you have we have a good enough sample size. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true. That's why I'm like we got to go find a middle infield. That's why we bring Senzel to the infield. Could be Suarez at third, Winker, Urban, platooning. I think that that's. That's a distinct that, possibility. That worked. It did. That worked. It did. It was it great numbers, but overall, yeah. I, I can't you're believe going. you're saying that. I well, can't believe you are either. But hey, because but, I'm looking at the front of the jersey. I'm looking at the name <laughs> on the front of the jersey, okay? I like it. Woo! And so with that, that worked. Yes, it did. Because Winker is never, I mean, he had like one stretch win sometime in the minors. I've heard somebody say where he was hitting some left handers for a while. He's just, but he just doesn't. He and Sinzel have got to stay healthy. They've got to see what they're about. They've got to stay healthy. But Right now, Sinzel would be the center fielder, up or maybe not, based on what, they, what might happen. Keen will probably right field. And our utility guys are Farmer and Dietrich. I think both those guys will be back. What about Van Meter? Well, I, put him, I put him in as a middle fielder, fielder, but Van okay. Meter could be a utility guy. Do you think Van Meter's a utility guy and maybe a Farmer or Dietrich goes? I would say out of Farmer and Dietrich, I keep Farmer just because he can also play catch. everywhere. Yeah. 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 Or Dietrich's like a, you know, he's got a field. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can keep that picture of him next to your bed. <laughs> he, anyway. It's true. He, yeah, he, he's, he got, cool. he, he's sort of got a, he's fun. I guess that's the word I'm wearing. I, I'll just put it this fun. way. But even the Pirate fans didn't boo him that much. When we got swept in Pittsburgh, girl, you know, yeah. uh, late in the season. Okay. All right. Lost his luster. Yeah, yeah. So, well, maybe this shows this episode losing its luster right now. It's time to say goodbye. And we'll be back to talk about the pitching the next time around. All right. Good enough? Anything? Any, all right, all right. Well, until then, go, go Reds. Reds.